Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 106 in Edmonton. This is hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chad Digitex. Visit their e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and much more at digitex.ca. We had Hugh Porter on the show earlier today to announce a contract extension as our title sponsor. And Darnell Nurse, John Shannon, breaking. And John Shannon joining us every Monday on Oilers Now. Uh... A two-year AAV at $3.2 million contract extension bridge deal for Darnell Nurse. More on that coming up. We've got uh, Milan Lucic, a sit-down one-on-one interview with him. Uh, Peter Labardius coming up out of Calgary. They're well-known uh, Western Canadian sports figure that uh, works there, radio broadcasts. And time permitting, we'll get to a Brad Lauer conversation. Um, may run it tomorrow just because we're working on another guest as well. The Oil Kings open up this weekend Friday against the Red Deer Rebels at Rogers Place. We mentioned Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can reach us on a River Creek Resort and Casino at, uh, on our hotline at 780-496-0063. They've got Steve Earl, the Dukes, the 30th anniversary, Copperhead Road, September 23rd. And you can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We are on Twitter at Oilers now, and we will tell you that some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Restaurants. Edmonton owned and operated three locations in Edmonton and now in Sherwood Park. Japanese Village, a perfect place to celebrate your special occasion. Well, if you listen to this show, you know that I am a battle for Alberta, not a battle of Alberta guy. As an example, I want Calgary to get a new downtown entertainment arena complex for the Flames. It's important. Uh, you know, it gets used for 120, 150 events a year. Peter Labardius is the longtime uh, radio analyst, done some play-by-play as well with the Flames, and he joins us out of uh, Sportsnet 960 Radio in Calgary. How are you doing, Peter? I'm good, Robert. I'm good. This is how much you like Alberta. You would prefer staying for the rookie tournament and being in Alberta for preseason <laughs> games than going to China, right? Well, 
by and large, I am not overly disappointed with the plate. I would suggest this. Uh, I'm disappointed because, A, China is not a place on my bucket list or that I would choose to go on my own account. And it would have been fantastic to have a life experience that you probably won't get that might have gone your way. The other thing is, Bob, the hard part is not being there, and I get why we're not there. Um, You know, game times, and let's not kid anybody, money's always a big factor, and let's go a little farther when it comes to, you know, television usually wins that battle over radio in terms of preference, Um, and, and have this. You know, the hard, hardest part for me is with so many new faces and a new coaching staff, you just, you'd like to kind of be over there because you feel a little bit, well, not a little bit, you feel very did from a group that by and large is going to make up almost entirely, if not entirely, the opening night actual Calgary Flames team. Yeah, Bill Peters, the new head coach of the Flames, lots of new uh, players in the Flames, a blockbuster deal with, made with Carolina, a free agent signing out of Carolina, a free agent signing out of Vegas, very different-looking team. Uh, and, yeah, TV does win. That's the that's the irony. I've, you know what? I've never mentioned this to people out there listening to orders now right now, but uh, the television broadcasters are 150 feet closer to the ice than the radio broadcaster uh, when it comes to, uh, so when Jack's calling the game. He's at a. You're never supposed to blame the tools. You know what I'm saying. But when he's I calling don't. the game, he's a hell of a lot further away than the guy calling the game on the TV. Kevin Quinn, who's a terrific guy. But you know, it's something that we script. I'll give you another example with scripts. Uh, I, I. It's not like somebody shows up at the radio broadcasters and says. All right, here's your script. Like, I have to hunt that stuff down, put it in my, you know what I mean, and put all the scripts together for the Oilers Radio Network uh, scripts. So, whereas in TV, as you know, Peter, all right, here's your piece of paper, read this now. So, it's a yeah. wonderful thing. Uh, yeah, at, at the end of the day, we're just happy to be doing what we're doing, co- covering a great league. And uh, the older I get, the more fortunate I feel, and I'm just trying to hang on. All right. Uh, so, we'll get to tonight's game in a second. How different is this Flames team heading into this season for you than the one that finished at the end of last year? Incredibly different. Far more options. The deepest team I've seen in Calgary since I've been around, which spans basically a decade, uh, There's my buzzword is options. Uh, there's just way more depth. There's more speed. And there's a lot of versatility in the lineup. I think on paper, and you don't win games on paper, and if you've been around for a long time, you can always open your mind or should to learning new things. And the one thing I've learned, especially in the last couple of years, not that I didn't always know it, but anybody who thinks they really know what the season is going to feature is kidding themselves. I know in Calgary's case that, This is the best team on paper I've been around, but a lot of things have to go right. And it's an incredibly difficult chore in the NHL, as you know, Bob, to make the playoffs. There are a lot of good teams in a lot of different situations. The Pacific Division, 
you know, you could make an argument right now, maybe not as much today as we could last week before Eric Carlson was acquired by the San Jose Sharks, but I could see the Pacific Division going a lot of different ways. But do I expect Calgary to be right in the mix? I most certainly do. Do I think Calgary's a much better team today than they were at the end of last season? No question. But a lot of things have to go right. Injuries, chemistry, combination, getting accustomed to a new coach, some new systems work. So there's a lot that goes into it. And people, if they don't get it, better understand how hard it is in this day and age for your team to even make the Stanley Cup playoffs. Well, I sometimes have to remind some of the old boys that. I mean, the Oilers made the playoffs in their inaugural year in the NHL, 1979-80. It's the 40th anniversary this year. They made the playoffs coming in 16th out of 21 teams. So out of 31 teams, that would be 24th. You're not in. The next year, when they pulled off the upset against the Montreal Canadiens, they were 14th out of 21 teams. Mm -hmm. So that would be like 20th out of 31 teams, right? They would not have. That's not good enough. That's not good enough, right? And the other thing is that the, the, the separation, because of the competitive balance that the league has, because of the salary cap, the separation of actual talent between good teams. It's minimal. And it's minimal. That, it, and that's why you can see the swings that we've had in some of these seasons, Peter. Yes, you, you can. I mean, you know, needless to say, I don't have to remind you and in your franchise and your organization, you know, it was, it was a tough year. It was a tough year in Calgary. Um, on the other side of the coin, you want to tell me how many people, A, saw Vegas, doing what they did i'll tell you what the answer to that is truly no one zero did anybody see colorado going from 48 points two seasons ago to a playoff team darn near zero that's in its own way that's what makes sports so special it's the greatest drama on the earth because you don't know you think you can know you think you have the answers you think it should make sense but in a lot of cases it doesn't. All right. So what's going to, I mean, are you concerned that Mike Smith's going to be able to follow up an outstanding year uh, last year with a second consecutive really good year in his late th- in, in mid to late 30s? Not as concerned. I don't think Bob is as other people. Uh, he's in incredible condition, maybe one of the most well-conditioned goaltenders I've ever been around in my career. Uh, my bigger concern would just be the fact that when you're up in age and you've played as much as he has, that, yes, there's a chance for you to potentially spend some time on the shelf. Listen, I don't know if you agree, and I don't know. We have a lot of great conversations, at least I think they are, but I think goaltending Bob is different now than it ever has been, and here's what I mean by that. Even if you have somebody who can play 60 or 65, Bob, to me, those are—they're different now. Yeah. The 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 importance of each and every game in the National Hockey League to me, and how it feels, and how it really is, because of the competitive nature. I think in goal, there are few easy nights, and there are almost no mental nights off. So, to me, it's as much now about the need for someone else, even when you have a true number one to not only play but truly give you a chance to win 
has never been more important and more crucial. Because I think that taxing on goalies now today has never been more difficult because of the competitive balance and their importance to every single night out. We're joined by Peter Labardi of South of Calgary, works on the Flames broadcast on Sportsnet 960 Radio. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, Peter, uh, you take a look at the defense, and the Flames made a blockbuster. I mean, Dougie Hamilton, there's no other way to say it, Peter. When you take a look at the advanced analytics on what Giordano and Hamilton did last year, they were a top four, one of the top four pairings in the entire National Hockey League. Can Mark Giordano get there with T.J. Brody looking for a bit of a bounce-back year? Well, he did when they played together a couple of years ago, so I don't think it's out of the question. Listen, uh, you can look at it analytically. I always look at things far greater, in my opinion, than analytically. Here's what I know about Mark Giordano. Who doesn't benefit from playing with Mark Giordano? Everybody has. Everybody likely will continue to. And Dougie Hamilton, who in many ways for me, as far as just high-end ability might have as much natural gift for a defenseman as almost anybody in the league. But here's what I also know. I've been following Dougie Hamilton for a long time, Bob, as you know. And in crunch time, be it two World Juniors, be it Ontario Hockey League playoffs, needless to say, something didn't go well right. in Boston. There's something there. He, he passed on his exit meetings at the end of the season, Dougie is a tremendous talent, and he is a good kid. He's a good person. But I don't think he's always been a great fit. And depending on where your team is at, there's more to it than just what those numbers suggest. And I'm all about can you win. And I'm not saying that potentially having him on your team that you can't win. But that trade looks really bad to a lot of people. I just don't happen to be one of those people. Yeah, well, we'll see what Noah Hannafin does. Steve Smith sheltered him last year, uh, mostly third-pairing uh, minutes as uh, Hayden Flurry and Justin Falk uh, got the second-minute matchups, which didn't necessarily help Justin Falk's value out there. We know that. Peter Labardi is joining us out of Calgary. I want to talk about the impact of a couple of the guys up front, uh, signing James Neal and also signing Derek Ryan uh, along with the pickup of Elias Lindholm. Well, again, Bob, far deeper now, way more options, versatility throughout the lineup, more right-handed shots, more potential to win way more face-offs, which the Flames have had a lot of trouble with, certainly in my time in Calgary. Um, you know, you've added speed to your lineup. In Neil, I think some real potential to round out the combination of Gaudreau and Monaghan. I just I think Bill Peters just has way more weapons at his disposal. And and we already talk about it a lot on our shows in Calgary. And and the points I keep making is you know, you know as well as I do, a lot of coaches are in favor of duos rather than trios. Yeah. And I and I can see the flames going in so many different directions, depending on their opponent, 
uh, whether that they're at home, whether they're on the road, and top to bottom up front, they just haven't had these kind of options for a long time. Now, the next question is, how does it all fit, and how does it all come together? And time will tell. But they're way faster. Um, they, my favorite word is slotting. It's a team now that finally, they had so much trouble, Bob, last year with stability in their bottom six. Yep. That's not going to be an issue this year. Well, I mean, so what you're saying is you envision uh, Neil playing the right side with Monaghan and Goodrow. Uh, do they keep Potentially. that? And I, I, the Backlund line with Froelich and Kachuk was excellent two years. Last year, Backlund had a tough year plus minus. I still think he's a really effective center. Uh, there was an emergence of Jankowski as a third-line center last season. Bennett played on that line as well. Where does Ryan fit in? Is he on the fourth line, or is he going to play with those guys? No, I, I think you're going to potentially see Derek Ryan with Michael Froelich. Okay. And... And on the right side, at least in game one in China, was former Boston Bruin prospect Austin Zarnick. But, Bob, for this preseason, that's the biggest fatuation, at least for me in Calgary, is they can go a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, Probably the one thing that I would say that they're working on it that maybe they don't have is a true, true what you would call second scoring centerman. Yep. And as you know, those guys aren't easy to find. Jankowski, to me, is a real swing guy in their lineup. Does he build on last year? He scored 17, and I know he scored four against Vegas the last night, but even if you talk about scoring, is he going to score 15 to 20 this year, or is he going to get 10 or 11? So... It's it's all about growth. It's all about who's going to fit together. But for the 900th time, and I won't bother you with it for yeah. the thousandth, it's, it's really hard to know how they're going to go. I just know that there's a lot of different ways that they can. All right. One final question for Peter Labardi. A specific to tonight, Flames are going to dress a team with 14 players with NHL experience, six guys in on PTOs. Uh, three number ones, albeit just one that's one of their own, uh, and that's Yusuf Alamaki. But I want to ask you specifically about Dylan Dubé. Can he make the Calgary Flames lineup? Because to me, he looks like a Flames version of Braden Point right now. Yeah, I heard that you made that comparison the other day. I will say this. I've watched him a lot for a long time. Never seen him look more confident. I've never seen him look more like he has a chance to play at the highest level. But he's also 20 years old. He's on a team that is going to make it difficult for him to crack the lineup. I don't think you would disagree, my friend, that he was the best player in those two games, I thought, on either side of the equation. But it's part of the process. Here's what I'll leave you with on Dylan Dubé. There is no doubt in my mind that Dylan Dubé is going to play games this season in the National Hockey League. I just don't know when and how many. Thanks, Peter. We'll see you down there in about uh, three hours. Yeah, safe travels, my friend. Have a good afternoon. That's Peter Labardi, a set of 960 Sportsnet Radio in Calgary. It's 124 in Edmonton. Milan Lucic coming up on Oilers Now. Extended conversation. The Oilers getting a player by the name of Darnell Nurse signed to a 
two-year bridge deal, $3.2 million. We'll take a time out. This is Oilers Now. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. 127 in Edmonton. You can text us at 630-630. On our Westlock Ford text line, Topher is saying, Bob, I had Vegas from the very beginning last year, and he adds, uh, the Flames are going to eat the Oilers for breakfast and crap them out by lunchtime. See, Topher, when you text us that, it makes me think you're not an Oilers fan. Actually, your body of work over the last eight years texting the show has led me to believe that you are not an Oilers fan. Uh, This text comes in out of the beautiful community of Provost, Alberta, which uh, has given us such luminaries as Norm Ullman, Russ Hewson, and Lance Boma. Bob, only in Calgary can they trade a 20-goal scoring top defenseman, their first-line winger, have a 36-year-old goalie, and think Giordano's play won't drop off at 35 and say they're vastly improved and deeper. All right, then. Uh, way to mail it in, Bob. That text comes to us out of Calgary. I love Peter. He just talks with all the knowledge in the world. Well, there we go. It's good that you like having Peter on. What are you going to, you know, I defer to him on the Calgary Flames. I want the Flames in the playoffs, okay? I also want the Flames to get a new arena. The Olympics, I'm not quite as bullish on. We're working on lining up a uh, guest coming up here. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.